Hello, 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 and welcome to a special isolation episode of Foulcast. Um, it's a special isolation episode, isn't it? Yeah, but you just said Foulcast. Yeah. The Foulcast. Oh, fuck off. <sighs> Joining me today, first, a man whose endlessness knows no bounds. And who has stuck 46 chicken eggs up his ass this week? Stephen. Do you know why he's stuck the chicken eggs up his ass? Because he's a prick. It's because he's, he's vegan and he's protecting them, trying to incubate them. <laughs> Fucking. It's a good shout, to be fair. Yeah. All vegans do it. It's a well known vegan thing. Mm. There's a website called uh, Vegan Egg Hole. Vegan Egg Hole? <laughs> The amongst vegans, we just call it vegan ass. Like it. Um, it's also, nice and simple. Also joining us this week, a man who stuck 46 Cadbury's cream eggs up his ass. Mm-hmm. Chiss. Yeah, do you know why I did that? Because uh, you're trying to incubate them and hatch them? Exactly. Because they were filled with his stepdad's cum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and finally... They weren't, to be fair, they weren't before they went up there. <laughs> and finally, uh, me, a man who's stuck um, 46 dog eggs up his ass this week. Do you know why you did that? No, it stinks though. <laughs> right. So, this week we are doing a special isolation episode mm-hmm. where we will give our. Uh, our um, best album to listen to, best series, best game um, during isolation. Yeah, and a few and a few laughs, hopefully. Maybe no laughs, no, no, no hopefully no, no laughing whatsoever. No laughing. Um. So, what do we? Where do we want to start first? Game. Best, get best game. Yeah. All right. You start, then, Steve. Seeing as you're a fucking dickhead. <laughs> best game. Mm. Yeah, it's best. It's not best game. It's best. It's a game that would for isolation. Yeah, I've got a game and two honourable mentions. Oh god, two what mentions? Honourable, honourable, honourable. Yeah. So my best isolation game is Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah. The new, the new one. Yep. Animal Crossing. Aminal Crossing. Yeah. Aminal Crescent. I've noticed that I am not relaxed much in isolation no? despite doing nothing. Okay. And the second I'm playing that, I'm chilled as fuck. Yeah, it is shit up. It's amazing. <clears throat> Do you think... Like, Go on. It's got no right to be as good as it is because it's fucking stupid. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm making a big deal at catching a new fucking fish that I haven't caught before. <laughs> like, 
it's ridiculous the things that I'm getting excited about. Yeah. And Tom Tom Nuke is basically Hitler. Yeah, it, these are facts. Okay. What in what sense? I'm I'm warning well, this guy. He basically turned around and said, Move into the island, yeah? yeah. And I'm like, Okay, I'll move into your island and he's like, Oh well now you've moved in, can't can't get off the island because you've got no way of doing so. Yeah. Um, you've got a tent and you've got to pay me back. Yeah. So you work for him and you do all shit to make his island lovely yeah. and pay him back for the tent. And then he goes, do you want to get in more debt with me? You can get out. And you go, sounds good. And then the second you buy this house, he goes, oh, yeah, you clear that debt. I can fucking expand your house for you. And he's basically just a man trying to make his island amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, slave labour. Do you know, Steve, that what you've described as capitalism, mate. But this man is the boss of it, and he's yeah. he's a fucking slave driver. So it's funny. You have a little party at the end of it all when you've like built a few things, and he's like, "Well done to everyone for chipping in," and you're the only cunt that chipped in. Uh, yeah. Well, I've got... Steve, I'll be honest with you. This sounds less like Hitler and more like James Dyson. <laughs> Fuck off. Fucking cunt. I've had a fucking monkey move on to my, my island and he already kind of has monkeys? a better house. A monkey? This animal's. I don't know what I don't know what fucking monkey he is, but he's um he's moved in with a better house than me. They they're like yeah you can have a fucking good house. So at what at what point do you have to build the crossing? Every day you have to go out and rebuild the crossing every day. What are these animals doing to a pelican crossing? Oh, it ain't a a pelican crossing. Kind of crossing is it? It's like bridge bridge crossing. And then yeah. you get over the bridge and then you get crucified on a cross crossing. Yeah. Ah, so the animals are all being crucified. Yeah. Yep. So Yeah. Stephen, your your So as a vegan man, your recommendation is to play a game where you are building things up to make them look attractive so that you can entice animals to their own death. Will you say that? I did Peter. Say that. Peter and not our uncle Peter, the Coldplay songwriter. Yeah. P E T A. Yeah. Pete. Have actually put out a whole thing about if you're vegan and you play Animal Crossing, you shouldn't catch bugs, you shouldn't fish, you shouldn't do this. What? And I'm like, it is a game. This is why nobody likes you and you are cunt. <laughs> the facts. You know who definitely didn't like Peter? Paul. Carol fucking Baskins. Carol fucking Carol Baskins don't like Peter. Carol Baskin shark. <laughs> I loved that. Oh, dear. So, yeah, it's fucking brilliant. I'll, I can give you my honourable mentions. Yeah, but, um, I'm concerned you might have picked them. But, well, one of them, but it's fine. So, my honourable mentions... Kentucky Roots, uh, No, definitely not. 
and Monkey Island. Uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Even though that comes as one of the best games of all time for me, it, on top of that, it's perfect for this kind of time because it's a game you can just get fucking lost in. Mm. Um, you can spend hundreds of hours just pissing about and it's amazing. I nearly spent hundreds of pounds buying a Switch <laughs> about two weeks ago when this started because I was like, right, this is the time that I get Zelda. Yeah, it should have been. Yeah. It's that good. It's what it's worth. Oh, in my opinion, it's one of those games that worth buying I the console would, for. I would buy the console for. It is fucking amazing. Yeah, it is. Um, and I mean, yeah, it's fucking amazing. And right now, I think I can only imagine if if you're someone that hasn't played that game before and you played it now in isolation, it's going to make your isolation a fucking damn sight better. Mm. <laughs> um, and lastly. I picked this because I love the game anyway. And it's strange that this game was so odd when it came out at first. And now, rather than playing a uh, postman, you are just playing a normal Amazon delivery man. And that's uh, Death Stranded. Uh, yeah. Because you're, you basically, you are basically are playing. You're playing as Bob from Bridport, aren't you? Yeah, you're playing this yeah. Bob from Bridport during the coronavirus doing his deliveries. Nobody wants to fucking come out. Yeah, and you're just delivering like dumbbells and like, yeah, uh, hand wank sanitizer or something. Yeah, trying to hide from this mystery fucking virus type thing that nobody can see, but it's killing everyone. Yeah. <laughs> imagine if imagine if one delivery driver just somehow comes up with some sort of maybe not cufflink, maybe like clipboard that can just cut coronavirus out of people. Just sees well, it. He can sense it and just cut it down. If he did that, that would be fine. If you've started seeing an Amazon delivery man running around with a baby in a fucking pod, <laughs> <laughs> I would be concerned. Yeah, maybe not a baby. Maybe like a, uh, I don't know, like a dead rodent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a fucking some kid's ha- dead hamster strapped yeah. to his stomach. He's gaffer taped some Tupperware with a dead badger in it to his chest. <laughs> instead of this spinning thing on his backpack, he's just got fucking vibe, uh, twisting, pulsing dildo that spins when he's near <laughs> coronavirus. Oh, I tell you what, I I'm disappointed actually. Now you've said this, I'm disappointed that no delivery driver has dressed as Norman Reedus. Yeah, because that's what they are. They need to do it. And gone round and done the deliveries. How amazing yeah. would that be? How how much would that cheer up geeks? To be fair, most postmen don't play Death Stranding and are actually Peter Fast. So, <laughs> thing is, we ridiculed we ridiculed it when they were like, "You're such a hero, Sam! My God, you've just delivered something right now." Yeah, to be Amazon fair. Man for you and you're like you're a fucking hero mate yeah. to be fair if the amazon man stuck his dick through the letterbox at the minute yeah i'd go down on it yeah fucking filthy. mostly because mostly because that's what i've ordered <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's my uh game animal crossing yeah, my two honorable right. mention uh all right chess yeah. over to you chess 
Okay, I, well, my pick is going to be something. I don't know what yet because I'm going to do it on the fly because I haven't really thought about this. Um, <clears throat> the one thing I did realise this week is the worst game. <laughs> the worst game to play when you are in isolation is Days Gone. Because right. whilst I'm loving the game, um, and it's kept me entertained for way too many hours because the storyline is far too long, um, I realised about hour 35 or 40 into the story that um, it's I was playing a game where I was a biker in a post-apocalyptic world where everyone has been turned into zombies by a mystery virus that was in the air. <laughs> <laughs> and I got quite nervous and stopped playing for a while. So it's been a couple of days since I've picked it up. So don't play that, because that will freak you Don't we have it digitally? Yeah. You never need him to pick it up, then. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Pick up a digital game. <laughs> Pick it up. Twat! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I really like genuine, generally, I really like story driven games. So, something I could quite easily say The Last of Us or say The Uncharted Collection or Uncharted 4 or something like that. Yeah, something you can wank your dad to. Yeah, what I actually think would be a fucking great game in um, isolation, purely because of its replayability and the fact that there are so many possibilities and it's quite fucking hard, um, is the episodical Hitman series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're good um, there. Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't complete. I've got the collection, or the, you know, the first season collection. Plus, plus, plus. Yeah. Um, I haven't completed it, but I spent fucking hours and hours and hours doing that. And there's so much pleasure you can get from like completing a mission where you somehow manage to convince people you're a butler and then like drowning somebody in their own birthday cake or like coming up with these weird and wonderful ways that you can fucking do people in is brilliant. Yeah. It's a cool game. Yeah, have you guys, both of you guys, played it? Yeah, I played a couple of them. I haven't played all, like all of the episodes of it, but um, it what's is your, same. What's your favourite kill or favourite like moment from them? Uh, you can kill someone. There's one where there's a fucking guy having surgery, I think, by a robot, and you can hack the robot, and the robot just starts fucking him up. Nice. Uh, but I like throwing knives at people in general in any game, so that's always fun. <laughs> Or fire extinguishers, beating people to death with a fire extinguisher. There's a bit of an irony in there. <laughs> yeah, I suppose there is. What about you, Steve? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So your favourite kill that you can remember or favourite moment in it is, oh, yeah. Um, I can't remember what my favourite one would be, to be fair. But I did enjoy it. Mm. You can kill someone on the racetrack, which is pretty cool. You can make their car fucking crash, which I like. Yeah, yeah. that's a cool one, yeah. I just, I, I just, I think that the even if you completed it, even if you did every single mission, you could go back and do every single mission in a completely different way. Like, just 
there's so many options like of of complete stealth or complete carnage or like yeah like i like i really like the music the one with the musician staying in the the hotel mm. where you can either drown him in his birthday cake or you can rig his mic so it fucking electrocute electrocutes him mm. or you can dress up as his drummer and fucking stab the granny out of him like <clears throat> I just love the endless, seemingly endless kind of possibilities on it. I think yeah. that's a, a fucking great way to spend a, a bit of isolation. Um, an honourable mention, if I had uh, honourable mentions, I think one would possibly be Diablo 3. Yeah. Just because it's very easy to pick up and play. Um, it's massively playable and it's huge. It takes fucking yeah. ages and ages and ages, and there's got it's got that really satisfying loop of get into a big battle and then spend ten minutes going around picking up weapons and going, "Oh, I've upgraded my armor. Oh, that's better than what I've got. I'm going to change those shin pads and whatever it is." Um, yeah, yeah, it is fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> I like it. Cool. So that's my yeah pick, Hitman Correction. Well, um, I was probably going to pick Animal Crossing um, as well. It's just a general thing for everyone to play. Mm. Um, but uh, instead of that, I'll go with... Um, Kentucky Route Zero. Absolutely fucking yeah. not. Um, I'd either go with Warframe, um, yeah. which I'm still fucking playing. I'm nearing the 200-hour mark now. Fucking hell. Um, Is that on PC or Switch? I'm playing, playing on PC. Um I haven't played it on Switch, but I imagine it's much the same. Uh, yeah, it is. it's obviously not as good graphics and resolution. Yeah, and to be fair, it only runs. I, I've, if I run it on nine twenty ten eighty, it doesn't. It's no worse really than four K, just because the game's seven years old. So um, yeah, it's not like it's a fucking incredible. No, but yeah. it's still really good. Me and Tony have um, found some new stuff this week. It's like every time you think you've got. A handle on what the game is is like a new thing that you unlock, and oh, it's just fucking massive. Um, so it's a third person, loot third person yeah, like looty shooty, very grindy. Keep doing missions to um, bits and pieces, and then you <clears> unlock <throat> new weapons. And it's a bit Destiny like, but it's what Destiny Destiny stole Warframe, the whole concept of it, and then created Destiny. Warframe's oh. old, older than Destiny. Oh really? Yeah, every, yeah, every War... single thing that Des- uh, Warframe has, Destiny mm-hmm. has done. Um... So the the key thing, like the, the, I mean, I think that Destiny is probably the best first person shooter ever, or Destiny Two at least. Yeah, it's so fucking good to shoot things on that. Yeah. Um, but what has always let Destiny down is storyline. Yeah, Warframe's funny because it's had a. It, it obviously has a central. Central play, you know, quest line. It's the same sort of thing, though. Yeah. It's not got an amazing. Yeah. It's not in depth at all, really. But it's interesting. It um, pushes and... you along enough so that you go yeah. from one area to the next area to the next. Yeah, area. there's like 15 planets, and you yeah. unlock each planet as you go along, and then new stuff happens on these planets. So, I'll, I'm in love with it. I think it's fucking great. I'll be playing it after this with Tony. Mm. Um, my other game is another PC game. Um, another old game. Uh, I'm really into like my um, strategy-based games. So mm-hmm. it, 
know, civilization and things like that. But there's one called uh, Crusader Kings too, which is um, you basically you're either um, the king of a tribe or a lord or a king or an emperor, or you can be like um, a Hun, like Attila the Hun. Oh, that's and, cool. Um, hey, yeah. And you start, at, you can start in like one little province, and then you just work your way out. And it's not necessarily based on just building armies and killing people. You mm-hmm. have families, and then you try and marry your fa- your daughters off into other families. You I'm have, glad you said daughters off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you you do all these things. It's like it's really massively. It's huge. You can spend hours and hours on it. another game. Mm. I've spent about a hundred hours on. For example, yesterday I spent uh, nine hours. Uh, trying to unite the whole island of Ireland um, <laughs> just to get to the nine hour point and my half brother started a coup against me and locked me in prison and that was it um, but you can spend hours on it. so they, you, it's free again it's free um, and then they charge a stupid amount of money for the DLCs but there's a YouTube video online um, where you can get every DLC which is about 260 quid for free um, because they fucked some of the coding up in the um, in the root file of um, of the game change a couple of things and you've got the whole game so yeah okay now see I, I, i've always really liked the idea of playing civ and like civ is unbelievable that. civ is so much fun and fun with friends but is it not so massively in depth Civ not yeah. Civ's not in depth at all. I would say, I would say Civ is oh, the easiest one to pick up out of all of them. Right. Okay. Because um, I found it a bit bit in depth to get started, but I only played like twenty minutes. So. Yeah, I, I think the best thing to do if you got Civ is to. I know it's like <laughs> it's not right. You shouldn't have to. It's like either find another Civ player, like find mm. someone who's played one of them before, <clears> and just be like, what, where the fuck do I start? Yeah. Or um, just like stick it on the easiest setting and just keep playing until you start. Civs like you can just basically build a big army and fucking take over the whole world. So you can do that if you really wanted to. Um, yeah. See, I, I, I tried. I used to like playing um, uh, Warcraft, like Warcraft Two, Warcraft Three before yeah. it went three D, and you know, I used to like playing those, but I was fucking shit at them. Like. I don't yeah, know this, that. no, Civ's less like the battles are sort of like auto done almost. Um, you have troop number. It's weird. It's not like you're not doing tactics based on that sort of thing. It's more how you mm. build your civilization and you, um, in the new one, like yeah. you can go more religious or cultural or science based and send That's stuff. Cool. It's really <clears throat> it, it can be in depth, but it's the easiest one out of all of them to pick up. I used to like. Uh, did you guys ever play Black and White? Yeah, no. Yeah. I used to like black and white. You were you basically, Steve. You were a, a god, um, and you could basically like you built these little, started off as little tribes, and mm. you could build into everything. But you had to make sure that they worshipped you. you. The black, black and white. Yeah, and you could do that in any way you wanted. So you could either be like a cunt and just punish them all the time so that they were totally fearful of you or you could when they pray to you you could you know make their crops grow and shit like that. that was quite a cool little game. you could you could have like a little animal in that couldn't you like yeah. um like a fucking tiger that would go and fuck things up for you yeah yeah like 
I have heard, though, with that game, the ending doesn't change no matter what you do. It doesn't matter if you're black or white. It's just... Um... <laughs> That's only if you're thinking about someone's baby. You're a fucking idiot. Fucking done it. If you haven't got babies on the brain, it does matter. So, yeah, they're mine, but buy, buy the fair, Animal Crossing and play that. It's fucking thinking, awesome. Thinking about Michael Jackson, we should have... The writing was on the wall, wasn't it? Like, we should have known. Yeah. When he was saying, if you're thinking about a baby, it doesn't matter if you're black or white. Like, that. that's a big problem. Big problem. It is big problem. And did you like how I did the uh, writing the on the wall, wall pan? Yeah. yeah, off the wall. Yeah. Hey! Yeah. Fucking pervert. Yeah. Right, so there's some games people listen, like do, play, or don't. Who gives a shit? <laughs> All right, where are we going next? Albums. Album. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Go on in, Steve. Mine is very quick, very simple. Not a lot to say about it, if I'm honest yeah. with you. Um, American Idiot, Green Day. Cool. Oh, okay. Cool. Is that just um, purely based on Trump's latest fucking warblings? <laughs> no. I wish I'd thought about that. No, it's not. Um, I just... I, I did come on the other day working from home, and I was just like, fuck me, I feel quite, quite cheerful listening to yeah. this. It just kind of took me back to some fucking good times and I was just like ah it's fucking brilliant um, it's just it's got a lot a lot to it as well it's not just a kind of one tone album it's mm. very um, all over the place I like it it's so, good it's a bit of a it's almost a bit of a rock opera isn't it yeah a bit like um, yeah I love like it Black Parade and stuff like that it sort of goes from like sort of fairly fast punky type songs to these big elaborate kind of sing-along fucking show tunes to yeah it's fucking amazing yeah and I just think to be fair if you're listening to that you can't be miserable <laughs> unless you fucking just been turned down by your nan and then I can understand why you would be upset yeah. or, or all of your jizz filled yeah. cream eggs have fallen out yeah, yeah. devastating um and then I've got a, um, an honourable mention okay. as well. Uh, Naz, Still Manic. Oh, what a fucking album, Steve. Yeah, Get in great. there. Yep, love it. Yeah. Um, That's my favourite yeah, Nas album as well. Yeah, it's just fucking yeah. brilliant. Um, Godson's amazing as well. To be fair, most Nas albums are good. Yeah, he's great. He is very good. Yeah, I, 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 I fucking... I listen to songs off of that album on almost a daily basis oh, so it's, um, Re- yeah, rewind just... rewind might be the, the cleverest fucking hip hop song I've ever heard yeah it's fucking brilliant like it's uh, it's got a lot a lot of song well I don't know a bad song on it to be there fair um, yeah, yeah oh, it's just it's just yeah, I love that song. That reminds yeah. me. Um, that reminds me of your your two's mum's house for some weird reason. I played it a lot. We used to listen. We used to listen to it when we were playing Project Gotham Racing back yeah. in the yeah, day. Oh, fucking hell! Forgot about that game. Amazing. That was the greatest racing game yeah. of all time. It was good. It was yeah. good. 
And then they started going, oh, no, let's concentrate on Forza instead. Oh, fucking cunts. Two very good albums, yeah, Steve. I like that. Yeah, I'm uh, pr- pretty, uh, yeah, I'd say either one, to be fair, you, you're going to gonna have a fucking good yeah. album. So, yeah, yeah nice. Ch- Chiss? Um, well, mine have just changed in my head. So the album I was going to pick was would be completely obvious to Stephen. Um, I was going to pick Tool because um, it's really long and great and amazing music, but most people would find it a bit depressing and a bit fucking repetitive. So the fact that you said about upbeat, uplifting music, and particularly because the sun's been out, I, I don't think there is a better punk album in the world ever than Rancid and Outcome the Wolves. I think it's it's just if you haven't listened to it, it is about nineteen tracks long, but it's like a greatest hits album. Yeah. Every single song is like, oh my God, that's the best fucking song on it. And then the next song comes on and you go, oh my God, that no that one is. And it that happens all the way through the album until the end where you just go, I'm gonna play it again. Rancid, I come in wolves. <laughs> and out come the wolves. Oh, okay. Fucking fuck with it. Have you ever listened to it? No. Oh, Steve, it is amazing. Genuinely amazing. If you like Green Day, uh, if you like that kind of... It, it's a bit bit harder than Green Day. It's not as pop punky. It's more straight up punk. But it has got that kind of... Oh, <clears throat> almost... Yeah, creep. Creeper gives me my Green Day fits nowadays. Well, I mean, Creeper take a lot from Rancid as well. There's a bit of scar type element to it. It's very fast, very like thingy, but it's just fucking. It just sounds like sunshine, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Like Head or Mac, a fucking decadent or whatever is decadence. That album is just pure fucking. Yeah, summer. Yeah, exactly. And Out Come the Wolves just sounds like summer. It sounds like. Having yeah. a beer and a barbecue with your mates, and yeah, it's fucking yeah. great. Um, the other album that I would pick, and this is a bit of a cheat, um, because it's technically two albums, but the other three. <laughs> no, listen, the other album that I would suggest, fucking perfect to reacquaint yourself with, because it's an overlooked classic, is Use Your Illusion One and Two, Guns and Roses. Because most people, when they think of GNR these days, they automatically think, "Oh, yeah, Appetite for Destruction," like fucking biggest selling album of all time, or some fucking mental statistic. There's all sorts of weird statistics, but Usual Illusion One and Two has got some of the fucking greatest rock songs ever written on it. I shall look. I shall favourite that now when we see. And. I've never listened to them in oh, full. Oh, God, they're so, so good. Because the thing is, like, Use Your Illusion 1 sounds like it's, they're the perfect... They're, after uh, Appetite for Destruction, they are the perfect two albums. Like, you know how most... Like, you get lots of artists that they'll jump from, like, uh, sound to sound. Like, a bit like uh, Trivium. They go, oh, we're going to do this really heavy mm. fucking album and then we're going to do this sort of black album metallica type thing and now we're going to do like uh power metal and now we're going to do classic metal and blah 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 like yeah obviously 
uh, Appetite was really punky and fast and hard and heavy, then Use Your Illusion 1 has got some real massive ballads on it, like November Rain and stuff like that. But it's really punky and heavy and fucking fat and chunky. Like stuff like Back Off Bitch and Bad Obsession and stuff like that. There's some real fucking really gnarly, fast, heavy songs on there. And then Use Your Illusion 2 is clearly like, it sounds like a band that are arguing, if that makes sense, but yeah. in a brilliant way. Yeah. The first one sounds very much like the band and Axel's been dragged along and he's like, yeah, I'll sing that, but I'm having my big ballad on there and I'm having this on there. And then Use Your Illusion 2, it feels like the band have got fed up with fighting with him because there's like shitloads of Elton John on there, like Elton John-esque piano and fucking like these massive nine and a half minute epic songs and like orchestras and all sorts of shit. But they're fucking both brilliant for their own reason. Nice. Mm. Yeah, there's some good songs in there. Just looking through it, there are some good songs on there. Oh, yeah. Civil War. Oh, sweet. Knocking on Evan's door. Yeah, buddy. Coma. Coma. <sighs> nice. Oh, another good, another two good suggestions. Chess. Danker. Well, I'm going to go a bit, um, I'm obviously going to go hip hop hip So, my first one is uh, the Wu Tang Clan's first ever album. Uh, yeah. Enter the Wu Tang at 36 Chambers. Nice. It is, if you're on your own in isolation and you want to put some headphones on and just listen to something that'll take you out of your own little bubble, mm. this is just. This is brilliant. It's, I, I listened, like Steve said about um, Still Mac, I listen to two or three songs off this most days. Um, mm. Cre- uh, Cream, Method Man, Technic, The Mystery of Chess Boxing, um, Bring the, the First Songs. They're, just, they're all really aggressive songs, mm. and it's just, it's like 1993, Wu-Tang Clan. It's fucking... I, I oh. don't think... I don't genuinely don't think that there's been a hip hop artist before or since, uh, particularly that first Wu Tang album, that's made an a, uh, made a, a rap album that is as grimy as that. No, I I would have to probably probably agree with that. It's, it sounds it's, dirty, yeah. doesn't it? It sounds like a group of mates it just made their style of music. And mm. I love that. I absolutely that... love that. See, I've never, I've never really cool. listened. I've never really listened to them. I always thought they were well, a joke. That's because of gravel pit. Everyone goes, "Oh, gravel pit." Yeah, but then it's but yeah. That's them Wu-Tang. like yeah. ten years, ten, yeah. 13, twelve years after they start. Yeah, Wu Tang horrid, were, like were grimy yeah. and horrible, and like Wu Tang were to hip hop what sort of say Slayer were to metal yeah and like, you, you have to remember 2003-ish or one-ish whenever the gravel bit all hip hop was getting very R&B there yeah you know it was Nelly all going and that Nelly weird Blinder. stuff yeah Jarrell um, fucking yeah whereas yeah the original Wu-Tang it's unbelievable it'll make yeah it's more of like it's like a punk um, rap album with loads mm. loads and loads of martial art um, cutaways because they're obsessed with old martial arts films mm. so there's loads of like ad-libs from old Chinese and Hong Kong films uh, the RZA who produced it all 
is obsessed with old Chinese Kung Fu films, obsessed, mm. um, which is why when they did the, um, uh, he, there was a, there was a, he was in a movie recently for the last five, six years. Um, I'm sure Tarantino directed it and he did the score for it. It was like a Kung Fu-ish movie. Um, well worth a listen. It's fucking amazing. It's proper, proper early hip hop. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, my second one, because um, it's nice and sunny, is um, the Dr. Dre album 2001, or Chronic 2001, whatever oh. you want to call it. Dr. Dre, you fucking idiot. Oh. Yeah, the yeah, 2001, 2001 Chronic album. It's a fucking classic from start to finish. It's yeah. It plays like a film. There's like ad-libs in it. Every, it's just amazing. You mm. got Eminem, young Eminem on there, Snoop Dogg, ex, uh, Exhibit on there. Mm. Everyone, it's fucking, it's fucking great. This was his I, like. I listened um, to that album when that came out. I listened to that album probably eight, ten times a day. Yeah. And like I it. think some people like it. Almost got play, overplayed and played to death. Yeah, it did. Yeah. It, it is a genius album, and he is yeah. a genius. It's. Fact, the production on it is just unbelievable. The sounds and it's just got that stereotypical LA West Coast sunny weather sound sort of thing. It's amazing. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I Sorry. I did forget. I was one of the actual album that I was going to suggest first time round that I forgot about, and then um, I, I am going to shout out now. Um, I've been listening to fucking. I've listened to it loads. Is the the new live album from Parkway Drive. All right. Viva the Underdogs. So it's their set. It's their whole set from uh, Wacken or Vacken last year. Um, and it's fucking so good. I mean, if you want to pretend you're at a music festival, it's amazing. Um, although when you stop listening to it, you'll realise that you can't go to a music festival this year and it will depress you. But <laughs> swings and roundabouts. Yeah, but yeah, Steve, you should get on it for the gym, mate, because it is the best fucking motivating gym music ever. Yeah, I find working out to live music difficult. Uh, no, you won't. Honestly, you won't. It's so it's so fucking. You'll get oh, so yeah. pumped from it, like just your dick will be yeah. hard. Yeah, it will. It will. You'll be able to do one dick. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Right. Moving on to television series or we are doing television series aren't we oh, yeah Stephen go ahead right so my uh, I've got one and then two honourable mentions um, my one that I would advise over anything it sounds fucking stupid and technically isn't that great I'd say Chuck. Hello? Chuck, what? Hello? I'd say, oh, yeah. Oh, Chuck. <laughs> I liked, I liked the um, fact that it landed so fucking heavy that nobody reacted to it. Yeah, I was like, Chuck. <coughs> Chuck what? Oh, Chuck, yeah. Yeah, yeah the is that the Hitman one? one? Yeah. Um, yeah, he's like a fucking... wager. He, he's a yeah, he's a computer geek that ends up being a 
an agent oh, accidentally. Yeah. No, I ain't seen that one. Um, <clears throat> technically, it is not fucking brilliant, but it's just really fucking it's entertaining. Isn't it? No, you're thinking of the one I'm thinking of, Chris, which I think might be called Barry. <laughs> He's like an ex-hitman, and then he fucking... Oh, I don't know. Sacks his dog off. Barry Mary. Yeah. Chuck's not John, whatever. Chuck John Krasinski. The one that... No, the one that um, plays Chuck is the one from Shazam. Yes, it is. Yeah, so it's just fucking good. It's just good fun. It's on Netflix. Um... There's quite a lot of episodes. You can stream Zachary the shit out of it. I just yes, that's no. what his name is Zachary Levy, Levi. Yes, no. Um, but yeah, that's me. Uh, main one. I'd pull me forth skin back <laughs> yeah. for that. Um, and then my two honourable mentions are fucking no-brainers. And if you haven't seen them, this is why they're my honourable mentions. And that is uh, Breaking Bad or Dexter. Yeah, yeah Dexter, Dexter was great until towards the end. It was fucking shit. And his sister fucking... Oh, she yeah. pissed me off. She pissed me off as well, yeah. And she in Breaking pathetic. Bad, thing is, wife, yeah. I, I have this issue with whiny American women. It makes me yeah. just fucking kill everyone. I'm with you. It just puts me off the whole show, and I, I shouldn't let it get to me, but it does. Skyler. Fucking Skyler. Oh, Fuck off. it's like... Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. a fucking great I show. I loved Dexter when it first came out. I thought it was fucking fantastic. I got very bored with it it's... about season five, I think. And then John Lithgow came in as the zigzag puppet killer or whatever his name is. The fucking, not the Zodiac, the calendar dick. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he came in. The yeah. um, the man that turned everyone into flesh-looking sleeping bags. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I liked him, and then when he died, I was like, "Yeah, this is shit again." So I never finished it. But... You don't know what you're talking about. That's fine. Um, I know he, t- I know yeah, he turns mine. into I'd a lumberjack. Yeah, it's best. <laughs> See, they're, they're the three I'd pull my foreskin yeah, back okay. to anyway. Chess. Like um, um, what would I watch? Uh, I'm going to be... His granddad's porn tapes. <laughs> yeah, but that's not just for isolation. That's for public viewing as well. Um, that's for drive-ins. Um, I think the first thing... Just because there's loads of episodes, it's a really easy watch. It's the funniest thing on TV. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Um, I fucking yeah. love that show. Um, another really funny thing that if I think possibly some people have let this go past them because it's he's because he's a bit weird looking and stuff. But if you oh, want yeah. a fucking actual proper laugh, like piss your pants laugh. Um, James Acaster's uh, stat repertoire stand-up on Netflix oh, yeah, is, is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um, just a four-part special with him dragging this ridiculous comedy story across four episodes is 
like it's very funny but as a craft as like a piece of art if you like it's so fucking clever how people how he's managed to weave all these stories across four fucking things without losing people's attention constantly giving people laughs he's a genius he's a genius oh, yeah hilarious absolute fucking genius Oh, I can do. Can oh, you can do know? that. Yeah. Yep. Good. Not doing it for free. Not on the pod. Um. And Basically. the other thing that I would I would yeah. recommend people watch if they haven't seen it. If you like documentaries, which I do, I fucking love like true crime and shit like that. Um, it's still on like Sky. It's on Now TV. Um, there's a documentary called The Jinx. Which is one of the best fucking like people always bang on about how making a murderer is the best fucking documentary ever, but it's the jinx is only six parts, it's like so it's about six and a half hours or something in total, but it is fucking amazing, mm. absolutely amazing. It's about a, a guy called Robert Durst who's like the Durst family are like richer than Trump. oh yeah 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 it's fucking incredible yeah so I've watched that. You, I believe you mean Fred Durst, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Robert. It's his brother. You, you imagine if Fred uh, Durst was um, related to Robert Durst. That'd be amazing. Like it. So is that it for you, Chris? That's it for me. I haven't got anything to say about anything ever now. Well, my... Mine are what I've said before. Um... One is the wire. Mm. Fucking unbelievable. It's fucking unbelievable. How long is this wire? Seasons, I think. And um, it's amazing. (laughs) I could go on about it forever. But the one I would definitely say watch is The Sopranos. Yeah, Um, two that I've both I've been told I'd love and need to get round to. Yeah, just fucking download it. You know. And get it done. It's once you're in, you'll be fucking hooked. Sopranos. I've been watching little clips of all week on YouTube. It's hilarious. It's fucking. It's just brilliant. It's just fucking brilliant. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's the way. Uh, other than that, uh, what, did, did you finish the Kingdom, Steve? Did you finish? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I definitely. If you ain't watched Kingdom, watch Kingdom. I haven't, I haven't watched that. It is amazing. Pull your fucking foreskin over your nan's face. To... <laughs> you should be keeping two metres distance from your nan unless she lives in your house. I am. I am. My foreskin, eh? Yeah. Two skin foreskin. Two, two metre foreskin. Uh, like an oversized Rizzler. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. oh, so there, that's it. Yes. Cool. I've got a few few things I'd like to bring up as well that are more Turkey Talk-esque. But I will talk about them anyway. Yeah, okay. Well, well, We've got our first wait, listener. Wait, wait. You, if you don't do Turkey Talk-esque, should you not do the... The intro to Turkey Talk, Steve. Because Chris, 
Chris really wants Fuck to hear it. it. Then. Turkey talk. Turkey talk. from many many more than four people and we've only had then one listener story Decker. Oh. not Decker. Oh. it is one of my workmates oh, okay. oh. so was this someone that you were supposed to keep confidential because it incriminates them or something i'm not going to say his name okay but um timothy mcbob timothy mcbob Slam them for Dob. Yeah. Um, Jim Grimm. Jim Grimm. And uh, basically, um, the story is about our pod as well. So, the man was driving to his sons to drop something off the other day. Um, Obviously, not allowed to be driving all over the place. So, the police pull him over. Yeah. Um, as they pull him over, so, yeah, yeah, fine, winds the window down, um, and they ask him where he's going, and he realises, ah, shit, I'm currently listening to Falcast. <laughs> yeah. As the policeman is at his car talking to him, mm-hmm. so he very quickly opens his phone um, in front of the policeman to, to stop what it's playing. Mm-hmm. He was listening to our episode, Alligator Sex. Amazing. The uh, policeman sees said <laughs> title. <laughs> says to him, what are you looking at there, mate? <laughs> so not only has he had to explain to the police bloke, I'm driving my sons to drop something off and then I'm home. He's also had to explain to him why he's got alligators (laughs) (laughs) loaded up on his phone already. (coughs) He says to him, it's my my mate's podcast. I've uh, I've been giving it a listen. The policeman says, yeah, it's it's a bit of an odd name, isn't it? And he's like, yeah, yeah, you should give it a a listen. Uh, so he tried to plug our podcast to the police officer that pulled him over because he caught him out for listening to alligator sex. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. I do. He told me, uh, yeah, over the phone the other day and I was fucking pissing myself, to be fair. Oh, that makes me so happy. Yeah, the fact that our name that we've decided to pick as a... Uh, Fuck someone over. It's a very good job that he wasn't listening to Big Dick Babies. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... 
Yeah, I mean, with our titles, if you are currently in isolation, um, which you should be, if you have to drive anywhere, it's probably not advisable listening to our pod, unfortunately. <clears throat> no, I disagree entirely. Fucking hell, that is brilliant. Well, that's probably yeah. brought that police officer so much joy that day. Yeah. Can you imagine him going back to the station and being like, look, you won't fucking believe this. Some total gator nonce. Some fucking weirdo. Yeah. Uh, honestly, that is brilliant. Yeah, I thought you'd like that, Switch. Yeah, I do. I did like that indeed. Well, who's playing again? Um, sorry, my um, my computer's just started something. I'm just turning that off. You shouldn't be able to hear nothing now. Right, and then I've got two little headlines. Bread, Bread lines. Yay! So this one, I find, and I don't know how it ended, and I deliberately did not research... Um, how it ended on another art uh, on another page because I didn't want I didn't want to I um I found it funny and I didn't want to then be bad that I found it funny so pensioner flung from fighter jet at 2,500 feet <laughs> after grabbing a to seat handle to steady himself I read that I, I read this this week and I thought it was fucking brilliant <laughs> oh, that's amazing! Can we speculate as to what happened? Well, what from what I read, he um, he he didn't he didn't know he was going to do this. He he was his mates bought in this. He's uh, he worked for like a an arms com- a company if you like, you know, like a arms manufacturer and he yeah. was retiring. So his present that they bought him was a go in a French made, um, a French fucking uh, fighter jet. That's his first but mistake. Because it was a surprise, he didn't get the proper training. Yeah, and because so, French fighter jet. Yeah, so when they took him up there, apparently they did like full blown fucking like um, fighting maneuvers, and he's trying to steady himself in the seat <laughs> 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 and fucking ejected himself. <laughs> on, on top of that, his anti G force suit had come loose as well. Yeah, his his, le- his right leg wasn't attached correctly or some shit like that. So. Um, yeah. So yeah, I found that very funny. I thought it's brilliant. How he like he didn't really want to be up there anyway. Imagine, imagine how much he must have shit himself when he rocketed <laughs> through the canopy of the fucking. <laughs> imagine the fucking pilot. He's like, yeah, just taking this old bloke out for a you know a few minutes. Next thing, his fucking whole roof is missing, <laughs> and the bloke's fucking not there anymore. <laughs> Oh god! Uh, it's like the the sort of urban equivalent of driving an Uber and being like doing like forty miles an hour and someone just jumping out the window. <laughs> yeah, it just takes the seatbelt off and opens the fucking door <laughs> uh, on the motorway. Yeah, just rolls out. 
And um, yeah, so I thought we'd buy that one. And I've got another headline which I found yesterday, which is perfect. Absolutely perfect. Yeah. Okay. Donald Trump. Yes. Yeah, I know it. Names. He names WWE's Vince McMahon as advisor to restart US economy. <laughs> I love this. I, I've done a lot of, um, I've watched a few videos on this this week and it's fucking hilarious. You, you can't, you can't be serious. Yeah, and yeah other, he's named Vince McMahon. The other one was Dana White of UFC. For the, yeah, he's named sake. Vince McMahon in an advisory group to help reopen the United States economy. Oh, we haven't spoken no. about Dana White, have we? This week. No. Having an island. Uh, trying to fucking steal the plot of um, the Bruce Lee film. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, and um, the Dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, him, who tried to fucking create Fighter Island, and Vince McMahon, whose um, NFL rival went bankrupt this week, and uh, also WWE sacked half of their uh, wrestlers yesterday because they've run out of yeah. money. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're going to help bring the US economy back. That is fucking insane, isn't it? Yeah. They've, they've not just got Vince McMahon, though. They've got NBA's Adam Silver. NFL's Roger Goodall and MLB's Rod Manfred, basically sports people. He is an absolute um, fuck trumpet. Like, he's also said Dana White's part of the team. What is wrong? Did you see the press conference the other day where he, like, he obviously he's come under a lot of criticism for his handling of this uh, epidemic, uh, pandemic. <clears throat> Um, to the point where even Fox News are turning on him now. So shit has to be serious. Um, but he had a press conference, held a press conference the other day, and I've never seen anything in real life that was so much like The Office. He literally walked out, said hello, then put a video on behind him and stood. And basically the video was news articles and news bulletins and people like clips of people praising how well he coped with this crisis and slagging off how the uh, press have uh, like basically <laughs> slowed progress. And he just stood next to the monitor, like looking at, have a look looking at, at <laughs> pointing at it. Like, honestly, he's looking at the monitor, pointing at it and then looking around at the, um, the press in the room smirking and nodding and then pointing back at the screen <laughs> honestly it's like something from fucking i'm alan partridge I, I well you should hear what he's fucking the reasoning why he's picked these people for his fucking economy because he wants america to just be wrestlers <laughs> he's he's turned around and said we've got to get our sports back i'm tired of watching baseball games at 14 years old oh that's amazing so he's, he's a fucking getting him in to help with the fucking he's economy. He's a toddler, isn't he? He wants basically. <clears throat> he would like his own channel, twenty four seven wrestling channel that he can flick on whenever <clears throat> he wants. And because he's president, he just yeah. goes, "Well, I'm going to get these people in and make that happen." Amazing. He, the yeah. man is an absolute 
fucking he's the problem is he's beyond funny like it, it's if he wasn't so, if it wasn't so damn dangerous it would be hilarious yeah if he wasn't president he would be the funniest man on the planet to watch yeah. i mean i yeah. think it's pretty funny anyway but yeah i'll take the point yeah <laughs> it is yeah as a, as a fucking english person it, it, that's not affected by a it massive is quite, it is quite funny and they're it fucking is quite voted funny. him in so it, it, no it is it is funny it won't be funny if after all this is said and done, he continues to go to China and like ends up throwing fucking the US into a nuclear fucking war, but he won't do that. He's trying to do it with the economy. But yeah, we don't want to get too serious. This is Falcast. Yeah, premium lifestyle uh, podcast. Having said that, did you see the? Um, I think I might have sent it to you guys. The. Uh, the little meme that went round about if Donald Trump had, um, if he was captain of the Titanic. Yeah, I did see that. Oh, you fucking! Did, did you see it? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. funny. It's just so down to a T. Yeah, I did see that. It was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did like that. Um, I did like the Vince McMahon thing this week because he's lost it. The funny thing was this um, XFL that he was running. Mm. Um, they tried it about 10 years ago and it failed fucking horrifically and they started it up again and he was like don't worry WWE is not involved at all at all not one bit they um, obviously because it's gone bankrupt they had to release who the shareholders were turns out WWE owned like 20% of it <laughs> um, yeah and then yesterday he had to make like loads of wrestlers fucking uh, redundant which is yeah you know who's you know who's been made redundant don't you yeah, Kurt Burt. Yeah, Kurt Angle. <laughs> and now uh, he's going to go home and Angle slam his dad in the ass. Yeah. Right Angle. Right Angle. <laughs> if he can right Angle slam his dad, he's a talented man. <laughs> Never underestimate Kurt Mert's power. Never. You, you, you fucking you, you sign your own death warrant doing that. He's got to be doing it for flopping. No, 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 no. That's how he gets erect. All those years of wrestling have broke his dick. Oh, yeah. saying, talking about wrestling, have you seen how, like, literally, like, half of the WWE are calling for Ronda Rousey's fucking head? Oh, yeah, I did see that. Because she... she... Right. I know. Well, she, she did an interview and she said, basically, basically, she said, the reason I left is, fuck the fans. Like, I've got bigger, I've got more important things to do. I've got a family to think about. I've got enough money. I don't need it. I can't be bothered, basically. And I thought, well, fair enough. Um, but she said, all the fans, all these, you know, all these people that fucking go around thinking that it's the most difficult thing in the world and like, all these wrestlers are hard and this, that and the other. They're like, she was like, it's fake fighting. She said, it's fucking fake. It's all fake. She was like, none of these people have ever been in a fight. So they don't know what the fuck they're talking about, basically. Um, so all the wrestlers are like, oh, yeah. So when I broke my neck in the ring, that was fucking fake. Was it? Oh, when I broke my leg. Oh, when I did this. Oh. I agree with her. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I it, do. I, I get that it's very physically demanding and they injure themselves. But it's not a fight, is it? No yeah, one. I, I no think if you're like elbowed in the fucking head and knocked clean out, like no. One... I think 
the one time you can say, right, this is staged, but it is still very real, is if you're like having sex with your dad in the ring. <laughs> that is lost. <laughs> you're still plowing him. The thing that cracks me up about that but, is uh, she is right. Like, she didn't have to go there ever. Yeah. And they're like, she went there, re- tried really hard. I mean, I'm not a biggest fan. I think she's a bit of a knob anyway. But then the, all the fans were like, just fucking, you know what they're not like? They're all fucking weird anyway. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like. Because they're all, they're all 45 year old men. Yeah. Which makes it even weirder. And it's just like, yeah, she's right. She doesn't need to do it. So if you're going to be a fucking miserable cunt about it, she'll just fuck off and not do it. Yeah. Which is fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, and I completely agree with her. I would like to see any of those wrestlers, like, I mean, the only one of them, out apart from her, that can turn around, or the only two, I suppose, are fucking, uh, I can't remember his name now, the mate with all the tattoos, and Brock Lesnar. And Brock Lesnar, because they, and, and, oh, I can't remember the other chap's name, because they've actually tried it. They've actually got in the fucking cage, and... I guarantee if you said to Brock Lesnar, what's harder, getting in the ring with fucking Daniel Cormier or, like, getting in the ring with Randy fucking Orton? Yeah, he'd, he'd say stick about, with Satsuma up here about, try and do that. What about Steve Black? Nah, he was, um, he was too black. <laughs> Steve, Steve Blackman was white. Steve Blackman? Including the name, Steve. His name was... Karate Man. Blackest ah. man who ever lived. If you um, look up Steve Black, yeah, Chris, Black you, you'll probably pull your foreskin back without <laughs> any hands. <laughs> well, it, it would just retract like a cobra. <clears throat> American martial arts instructor. Yeah, also the blackest man in the world. That's why they renamed him Steve Blackman. So, who, what... Was he in... What was he in? Uh, he was, he like was a, WWE. WWE. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. He's yeah, art. Oh, <clears throat> he comes in McKendo Yeah, day. he would, yeah. Anyway, enough of this tittle-tattle about WWE. It's all fake. People that watch it are pedos, and um, <laughs> they all fuck dogs. That's the bottom line. Because Chiss said so. <laughs> I haven't managed to fit this in anywhere in the podcast oh, God, today. I'm glad that you said the podcast. I wanted to fit this in, so I'm going to just say it out of context. Right. I don't come cheap, and my laughs are long. <laughs> I, I charge in laughs. All right. Who, who's yeah, that? Me. Me. He's well known for saying that. <laughs> Renowned for saying it. If if in, in the UK, UK we did yearbooks at school, that's what your yearbook would say, wouldn't it, Steve? Yeah. I don't come cheap and me laughs are long. Amazing. Yeah. I'm a laugh monger. <laughs> I've always wondered what a monger is, because you get cheesemongers and ironmongers. Somebody now, who sells stuff. Fishmonger. <laughs> yeah, is that what it is? It's just somebody oh. who sells stuff, because that's... Yeah. I was oh. going to say, because the process of making cheese and steel are very different. Like, there isn't a process called mongering, is there? 
It's like, it's like ninja. I thought ninja. You get ninjas. Yeah. So what do ninjas do? Do they ninja? No, they uh, they fist the process of swords. Yeah, but is the process of fisting the bumhole with a sword <laughs> called ninja? No, it's called it's called Chris Palmer. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Because he he invented all ninjas. Ah. Just so, yeah, that's, I mean, to be fair, I don't have anything else for Turkey Talk apart from I'd like to add that last summer by Lost Profits is Chris Palmer's <laughs> favourite song. And Ian Watkins is his hero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's all uh, I've got. This week, anyway. It's all I've got this week, and it sounds like Switz has been playing mm. fucking Call of Duty or something for the last 15 minutes. So. Yeah. I've been uh, fucking Google Stadium, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whilst on the pod. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> what Destiny have you put 2? on? How amazing is Destiny 2? Yeah, it's fucking... Oh, I'm going to have a fucking regret saying this after all the shit I've given it, but... um. I didn't think it'd start that quickly. It was literally a page, and I clicked on it, and then it was like, oh, yeah, you're playing it now. It is pretty yeah, surprising. I mean, it's only running 1920, which is fine. But it's, yeah, it's a new game, so it looks good. And how fun is Destiny? Oh, you say that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Destiny's good. It looks like exactly the same as the first one. Yeah, yeah, but they're like the mechanics and stuff of shooting and moving around on Destiny is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it is. You suck it off. Well, may- maybe if we can Sorry. pull him away from Destiny and his Google Potato next week, Switz will give you a, a full rundown yeah. of the Google Stadia. Yeah, I might do, I might not. <laughs> Basically, this Google Potato next week, Switz is going to say it's turned into a roast potato. <laughs> Because everyone knows they're fucking the best part of any meal. So <clears throat> I don't think chip? it's that good, but it is actually it is quite good. impressive. Yeah, chip. The best part of chips is the roast potato. Yeah, but chips aren't yeah. a roast potato. Yes, they are. What about dauphinois potato? Yeah, best part of other other roast potatoes. <laughs> oh, imagine. Oh, to be fair, if you did dauphinois potatoes with roast potatoes, that'd be fucking incredible. You know what the best bit of cornflakes is? The, the roast potatoes. Roast potatoes. Roast potatoes. <laughs> the how cast didn't 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 didn